welcome to the Lightworkers podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Cousins, a body and mind transformation coach and lightworker in this lifetime. My mission is to help you live an authentic life that is in alignment with your higher self by helping you to drop your emotional, mental and physical weight so you can step into your power and embody your inner goddess. You are inherently worthy and deserve to attract all of your divine desires. With the advice and tools that me and my amazing guests are going to share with you in every single episode, you will soon be able to shift your paradigm and start living the life you have always dreamed of. Let's elevate the collective consciousness together, one step at a time. Welcome back to a new episode of the Lightworkers podcast. Today is a very special episode and I'm very excited because we're being joined by Shannon, a manifestation and mindset coach, and we are going to talk about all things manifesting. We're going to talk about the law of attraction and how you hold all the power within yourself to change your 3D reality. So enjoy. I'm so excited to have you here today, Shannon. Thank you so much for making time for me today. Um, And I like to always start out by asking a question. Um, And my question is to you, what are three intentions that you have for the day? Like as in today in general? Yes, today in Um. general. (laughs) Today in general. So every morning I wake up and I set the intention right off the bat that today is going to be an amazing day. So that's always something that I intend for my day. Um, Aside from that, I generally remind myself that I'm open to new opportunities because I want that intention to always be out there because I want to be open so that whenever a new opportunity arises, I am ready to receive it and everything. But then in general, I also um, set the intention for happiness and love and abundance and all of that. But to not just be open to receiving, but I want to be radiating out. So that's an intention that I set for myself is to radiate out that love and radiate out that kindness and happiness and everything every day. So Yeah, that's probably, and a calm throughout the day. Yeah. I love that. That's so beautiful. Also, especially to start the day like that and to set this beautiful intention to, this is going to be an amazing day and I'm going to make the best out of it and just radiate this love and happiness. And yeah, I I absolutely love that. So I would really love for you to tell us how your journey with the law of attraction has been, how you discovered the law of attraction and how it changed your life and impacted your life and what your personal journey was like connected yeah so discovering law of attraction kind of happened for me because I was at a rock bottom I mean I was at the lowest point of my life than I've ever been um my health was bad my relationships were bad I just life life sucked I mean that's the only way to really put it 
I wanted out of this life, not in a out of this body type thing, but I wanted out of the life that I was living. And so in that moment, I realized as much as I wanted out of that life, I knew that the only person that could change my life was going to be me. And now I didn't know how that was going to happen. I just knew that I had to be the one to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that started my search. You know, me, I'm like, I'm a DIYer. So whenever I wanted to know something, I, you know, when I started my photography business, whatever it was I was doing, I would tune into that. And so I started my search of what I could do that led me to discovering the movie, The Secret. And then also, and I got to say, I think I forgot to tell you this the other day was I watched that movie on repeat over and over again. Like I was just saturating my mind with it and I would be fixing my hair and I would have it playing in the background. I would be doing whatever. And so that discovery for me was really how it happened was that I was at my lowest point and I had to find a way to get out. And in my search, that's when I found law of attraction and the secret and everything. So, yeah. I love that. That's such a good movie, by the way. I also read the book. Absolutely love that. Yes. I think um, it's very empowering because you, you made that choice. So you, you knew exactly that you wanted this change in your life. Like you, committed yourself to making the effort and and to just start this change and you went out there and you started researching and you just took matters in into your own hands so to say and I think that is so beautiful because it's so empowering and it's probably one of the most empowering things we can do is, is if we want the change to take responsibility that we have to be the ones to initiate that we can't just wait for something from outside of us to happen to, yeah. to come save us, if that makes sense. Like you yeah. have to. And I had that, that mentality for many, many years. I wanted somebody to come save me. I wanted my knight yeah. in shining armor or I wanted, yeah. I mean, I yeah. wanted somebody outside of me to save me from the life that I was living. But at that rock bottom, I realized there wasn't anybody coming. There was no yeah. guy on a white horse going to ride <laughs> up on my front lawn and say, I'm here to sh- save the day. I had to make the commitment to myself Yeah, in Definitely. order to make the changes. Yeah, I think that is, it, it's so um, funny what you just said, because I, I always thought the same as well. And, and I, I'm sure it is the same for, for most of us that we, um, cause we are kind of always taught, um, when we grow up that we, that this knight in shining armor, um, is going to come and is going to save us or whoever that person might be, but that someone is going to come and change something for us. And that we, um, always have to depend on outside sources and we, we, um, we associate our happiness, um, and our, just the way we're feeling with something else and someone else. And it's kind of this codependency that we learn from a, a very young age. And so um, it makes total sense that we just have this belief that we need to wait for someone, someone is going to come. Yeah. Um, and then when things get really, really bad, it's then that we realize we are on our own, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And we really have to initiate that. And I think that's very beautiful. And um, I also like, um, the, the saying that you have to want your dreams more than you want your drama. 
Yeah. Um, it's from Chen Sincero who said that. So I'm quoting her here. And I love this because it, it always reminds me when I'm confronted with something that's, that gets me out of my comfort zone. And because initially you don't want to do it, it's uncomfortable, but then you always remind yourself of, okay, you have to act differently. You have to change something. If you want yeah. to see, if you, if you want to see change, you can't just be in the same pattern and like just right. repeat that over and over again. Right. So that is, um, yeah. that's very, very powerful. And I'm so happy that you embarked on this journey and that you really empowered yourself to do that. Yes. And so I'm wondering, um, with that, if you, if you have always been kind of interested in spirituality or if you have been spiritual or if that was just completely something that just came and it took you by surprise and it was this just inner feeling that you had when you um, watched The Secret and when you heard everything. Because I know some people, um, of course, they they would learn about the law of attraction and think, well, this is just nonsense. Mm -hmm. I was brought up in um, a Christian um environment and everything where you know we were taught certain things and but in that I also always had something within me that felt like it was different um and you know with so with spirituality the way that I look at it is spirituality is about something within ourselves and so I think I've always yearned for that but I never understood it um, until discovering this and until embarking on this journey. It wasn't until then that I was like, oh, this is what I've always known within me, but didn't know how to describe it, didn't know how to tune into that. And so um, I think it was that desperation for wanting something and that openness, because when I was in that desperate state, then I opened myself up to whatever it was that was going to be presented to me. And so in that, I was able to, to receive and everything. And so the spirituality, I think, was always within me, but I never understood it. Yeah. And I think it's also important um, what you just said to be open minded to things, because especially when because um, it, it was similar with me in my journey when um, I hit rock bottom. Like you, you just want to, you, you're open to just trying things. So I think yeah. it's kind, it kind of comes with that desperation, so to speak, because you're really in that, um, situation where you just, again, you, you are open to trying different things. Maybe even if you before would have thought that. Right. A few years well, ago. and the thing is, is until we embark on this journey, we don't actually realize how much of what is within us isn't even ours. Yeah. Like it's yeah. sort of conditioned into us. It's programmed into us. And, you know, like there's no, it's just things that are handed down from generations to generations, beliefs and um, assumptions about life and things that were taught or things that the way that we interpret something that we go through in our, um, in our younger years. And so we don't really realize that until we embark on this journey. And then we're like, Oh, it's almost empowering in itself. You're like, yeah. You mean I don't have to continue to believe this? Yeah, you exactly. Not what everybody <laughs> believes. Why don't they believe it if that's the way that it is? And so it really empowers you when you start to step into that spiritual spirituality. Yeah, it empowers you. It really does. It's kind of like um, you're opening this can of worms. Like you, you just. Yeah diving so deep it's one thing leads to to another and you just learn 
so much about yourself and you, yeah. you uncover all those layers kind of like an an onion and you get like really to get to know yourself like so deeply and mm-hmm. um it's so like with all the beliefs and and so generational like you said that it's just refreshing when you can understand that you don't have to see things in a certain way or you don't have you don't have to hold on to certain beliefs because right. these are actually not yours and that is in itself is a game changer for how you then go through life and how you look at things and how you yeah. create life for yourself so that is um definitely something that was very empowering for me as well yeah. and i also think it's um very important that um we all kind of realize that we can create awareness around our beliefs and thoughts and and really just question ourselves more often and be honest with ourselves to figure out is this actually why am I doing something or why do I want something is it because I this is coming from me right or is it because from an outside source that I'm yeah expectations or beliefs or whatever so yeah yeah um I'm wondering if um discovering law of attraction and when you went on this journey because um that obviously your outer reality reflects your inner reality um and so if the way that you saw yourself at the time and how you spoke to yourself if that changed and if that helped you with cultivating yourself love so I'm wondering if that was also connected yeah it changed everything honestly yeah um it changed the way that I spoke to myself. It changed the way that I took care of myself. Um, you know, because with that self-love, a lot of times, you know, we think about self-care and everything like that. I started to turn more inward. And what was it that I needed? Although I have to admit, discovering it, and I don't know if this was like this for you, but discovering it at first, it was almost like I got caught in doing these things in order to achieve this, I wanted something so desperately that I'm like, okay, if I have to do this, this, and this, then I'll get this as the result. Um, So I probably got caught up in that, Um, you know, like caught up in the, the fake self-love, caught up up in this fake self-empowerment, all of that, where the fake happiness, where I was over the top, If I felt like, okay, law of attraction says, you know, you got to raise your vibration and you've got to, I didn't understand what that meant. Raise my vibration. Does that mean I have to be happy all the time? (laughs) And so I tried, I tried that and I was over the top with my happiness. And so it probably was not as genuine at, at the beginning. Now, what you, it wasn't actually for me. So what you actually discover is that along this journey, it starts to change you and you start to realize that you are doing this for yourself. You are learning to love and accept yourself. It's not about anything external from me. It's about how I'm talking about and to myself. It's about how I love and accept myself. And so that all started to shift and change. Those habits that I was creating throughout my days were changing me. So even though in the beginning, it was kind of like this, I've got to stay, you know, happy all the time. I have to do this. I have to exude this. I have to, you know, like I was constantly feeling like I was checking myself. 
it changed me, even though in the beginning it wasn't necessarily for me, but eventually it became for me instead. Yeah, it's like you have to kind of force yourself to be in that state, like you said, of like just faking a lot of emotions. And um, it was similar for me as well, because I think it's because of this misconception that we have to be happy all the time in order to maintain uh, this positive state or this high vibration to get what we want. And like you said, it's we we think at first it's because we want this thing or we want something, whatever we want to manifest, um, a, a partner or money or job opportunity or whatever it is that right. we want. But then we figure out along the way, along our journey, that it's actually about us and that we need to be truly looking after ourselves and our happiness right. in the moment where we are right now. And um, I think this is also something that I learned way, way down the line, definitely not in the beginning. And now it's really beautiful because I can be in that, I'm at the point where I know I have one foot in in the present moment and in gratitude and then one foot in desire. So it's not like you're always chasing something that yeah. is like the next thing um, that you need to have in order to feel happy or safe or right. loved or whatever you want to feel, which then beautifully ties in with what we talked about before, that it's empowering to choose to embody that feeling of whatever you want yes. to feel and yeah. not tie it to something Well, else. you know, and in addition to that, I think there's this misconception and I did it too. Like when you're, you first learn about it, you tend to think, okay, well, you have to be a higher vibration. And so that means you have to be happy all the time. That's the misconception. It's yeah. not about a higher vibration doesn't necessarily mean happy all the time. It means that you vibrate at a higher frequency. Your inner being, your inner state of being is different. Even in those moments that you're having a rough day and you have a five minute crying break or whatever, because I've had those, I still have those, you know, and you have lower frequency moments, but your, your inner state of being is still high vibrational. And so I think that's really where that, but when you first discover it, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to stay high all the time you know in order to but that's not that high vibration that that it's actually talking about but in that lower state we don't realize that at the time because we are still looking for something outside of us to give us that feeling and so yeah and I also think it's um like you just said because because you can very well still manifest your desires when you are in a low vibrational state because like you said it's we just we we're not happy all the time like things are are going to change and it's we need to be in our emotions but it doesn't mean that we can't manifest um I know personally I've man and I've I've manifested personally when I was not feeling so great and I've heard this from other people as well so it doesn't mean that we always have to force ourselves to feel something that we don't feel because like you said, it's like, it's this core foundation that we have now mm-hmm. and that matters way more. It's kind of like if you if you um, were to draw the analogy to like an avocado, like the, that stone is like 
the mm-hmm. this unshakable core that you have and maybe on the outside you can bruise when you have bad days or when you feel a certain yeah. way but it, it doesn't mean that your core all of a sudden changes and you yeah just fall back so I think that's very important to remember yeah well. it's your dominant state of being yeah so if you're 51 percent dominantly in that state of wish fulfilled in that state of being yeah. that you are man that you have manifested your desire if you're in that 51 percent and 49 percent of the time you're in that lower vibration because you're just stressed out because life has just knocked you down right now. You're still dominantly in that new state. And so you're manifesting from that. Exactly. Yeah. Dominant state. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is so valuable because I see a lot of people, um, they, they always struggle with that because they're not, they're panicking and thinking now because I'm feeling sad. I'm not going to manifest, but yeah, I think it's very important to remember we're not going to fall back into like right. one year, two years, three years of like this rut where we just, we're not grateful for anything. We just think negatively all the time. Like that's not going to happen. No. Um, so I also think um, I wanted to ask you if you've experienced um, this before when you um, found out about everything about law of attraction and, and you, you found out about manifesting consciously, um, whether you've realized that you manifested things already in the past without knowing that you did manifest because I have experienced this and I think um, that many people probably do manifest without actually knowing that they're manifesting. Yes, so you're always manifesting, whether you believe you're manifesting, whether you're aware of your manifestation abilities, you're always manifesting. And so, yeah, looking back after I discovered law of attraction and law of assumption and Neville Goddard, after I discovered them um, and my the power that I had within me, I was able to look back and be like, ah, I see how that happened. I see how that happened. But I was also in the process at the time of writing my memoir because I did that for a fundraiser. And so in the process of writing that, it was like so many things throughout my life in my past and everything. And so I could put all those pieces together and see how I had been manifesting it all, all along the, the vicious cycles, the patterns that were taking place and everything. I mean, gosh, it took me down um, this path of having to process all of that, having to forgive myself because I had manifested all of that. I mean, when you see that you've done all of this, um, you then start to look at your life and you're like, oh my gosh, things could have been so different. And so you can really fall into that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. I did this wrong. I did this. And so you start to blame yourself and you're like, wait, wait, wait. It takes you instead, when you're open to it, it takes you more down the path of a deeper healing and um, that forgiveness of, is able to take place within you. Um, yeah. That forgiveness of not just other people, but forgiveness of yourself. That's really where the deep healing is because you have to forgive yourself for all of those things that you acted, accidentally manifested because you didn't know at the time. Yeah. That is that is true. I think forgive forgiving ourselves in general, I think many, many times, oftentimes is harder, way harder than forgiving someone else. It's definitely yeah. been like that that for me. So especially yeah. if like you said, you you 
you are holding on to the past in in that sense because you keep revisiting um, these memories and these what ifs, like what if I wouldn't have blah, 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 or I would have blah, blah, blah instead. And that uh, can then induce like whole toxic cycles again where we blame ourselves and we feel guilty and ashamed. So um, yeah, I think also with that, um, then to remember that we just, we need to focus on the present. And this is what it's all about again is when you are, um, focusing consciously on your desires it's always about yes. the present moment and the future slash what you want but never about the past because you can't change the past and so right yeah forgiving ourselves for that is definitely a very important step but also can be very hard at times but yeah very necessary so I wonder if you then um, can remember when the first time was that you consciously manifested so because I remember very clearly when I first um started learning everything and I got so excited oh I can manifest this now because I want this so much and then but you mean start, something besides like those close parking spots that you manifest <laughs> and things like that you mean something bigger than that right yeah yeah because like <laughs> um I mean I it was like that for me because at the time I wanted to manifest um a specific person and so I started doing all of these techniques that um, I learned about. So the scripting and the, the the whisper method and all the affirmations and all of that. So right. I just wonder if there was anything um, for you, something that you, like a really big desire you had where you were consciously working towards manifesting that into your reality. That, you know, I've manifested so many things because it's been years. Um, <laughs> yeah. The very first thing probably was, being able to ditch my cane because when I had hit that rock bottom, I had been going through cancer treatments and I had also had um, a couple of different strokes and like I was in the hospital and had a second one while I was there. And so it had affected my speech. It had affected the way I was walking, all of that. I was having to use a cane. And so probably the biggest first conscious manifestation was my health. And that is because I was able to, like, I started walking every day. I was able to get rid of that cane. I was able to gain strength. And I know that a lot of that came because I was changing from the inside. I was happier. No matter where I went, it's like my physical appearance was changing. People were starting to see it. Um, they could see that happiness like refl- projecting out of me or radiating from me and everything. And so that's probably the first conscious manifestation was for my health. That's beautiful. I'm so happy that, that you were able to, to do that. Me that too. You're, that you're doing so well now. Yeah. It's just beautiful to see yeah. what, how powerful we are and what, what we can do. Because yeah. we don't we don't actually ever think that we are as powerful as we really are. Yeah. And so that is very beautiful to mm-hmm. to see and, and hear what you were able to achieve. Yeah. Um so do you think for you it just kind of came naturally manifesting, or did you also struggle in the beginning? Did you find it hard to um, release resistance sometimes and to have that that trust and that faith um, in universe when you were co-creating or was it easy for you was it not really something that you were struggling with a lot in the beginning in the beginning I probably struggled a lot more um, 
I did, I did the actions kind of like I mentioned earlier, I kind of did the do one, two, three, you know, do all of this. I was creating the daily habits. I was committed to it, but I also struggled with that resistance because I was going, I was wavering back and forth. I wavered between the old story and the new story. I wavered between going within and doing that healing and also reacting to the 3D. Who did I react to the 3D so many times? If something presented itself, I mean, it would throw me off, off so hard sometimes. So in the very beginning, because I, well, and like I mentioned, in the very beginning, I was doing things to re, to manifest. I wasn't doing all the steps mm-hmm. to heal. So when the 3D triggers you, you're kind of like, thrown off because you're like, wait a minute, I'm doing this, this, and this, and it's not manifesting. But what I realized was that it was because my thoughts were going all over the place. If I had a wonky thought, I would entertain that. If I had a positive thought, I would entertain that, you know, like I was back and forth. So really that resistance was created within myself. Um, so it wasn't until I started like persisting in that and staying within that I learned to trust the process and that trust and that faith that you have to have in your, um, ability to manifest, it does come from within. So if you're reacting to the 3d, then obviously you're going to, um, run into that. Yeah. And that is hard, isn't it? It is. That that was one of the hardest things um, for me as well um, to just not always focus on what's going on around you because obviously that is still all happening yeah. um, in front of you. So do you, because I know that so many people struggle with this as well, especially with the part of where you have to release the resistance and you're not, you, you really you you are just trusting that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and you're not constantly trying to control the outcome or you're trying to control when it is going to happen and you're not always like it's not always this nagging voice like meh, 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 meh. when is it going to happen <laughs> right. it here? so I was wondering if you have any tips for for anyone out there who's struggling with that right now on how how they can release resistance and just do their best to stop focusing on the 3D So a couple of the tips are number one, to reclaim the power that you have within yourself, because when you start to acknowledge that you have that power within you to change what's being reflected in the 3D, then that's going to help to bring that calm because you know that whatever you're dominantly focusing on is going to be reflected back to you. But to also know that the 3D The current circumstances are a reflection of your past dominant thoughts and focus and the stories that you're telling yourself. So if you can put those two things together and acknowledge that and empower yourself, then you're going to be able to bring that calm when the 3D is not showing you what you desire, because that 3D is only going to reflect what you've been dominantly focusing on. So it's like right now it's showing you one thing. You don't want to give attention to it because right now the current circumstances are reflecting the past. Your right now 
is creating your next moments and your next moments and your next moments. So if you desire to change that, what you have to do is you have to go within and change your right now, not the outer 3D, because the outer 3D will start to reflect that when you change within. Yeah. And I think also just to to be patient, which I know it can, can be hard, but um, like you just said, you know, if it's still reflecting our old self and, and all the thoughts that, that we had and, and how we were feeling inside. So we, if, if you had that for such a long time, for so many years or months or however it, it long it's yeah. been, then we can't really, I mean, although change and manifestations can be instant, but um, when we literally just starting out on this, this journey that involves a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of inner healing and uncovering and getting to know ourselves, then um, it is also important to remember, I think that we just need to be patient and kind to ourselves and not expect to have everything like now instantly, even though it can certainly happen. Um, And I've experienced it as well, but definitely in the beginning, it it does need a lot of just being kind to yourself and and just trusting, trusting that. And again, trust, and that can also be hard, but if we really have this conviction and we believe in the law of attraction and then manifesting and we believe that everything is energy and that our inner world does create our outer world, then we we know we're going to get to where we want to be whilst right. also focusing on where we're at right now. Yeah. The moment um, that you have the desire, it's already meant for you. So if yeah. you believe that and you trust in that, then you know that it's just a matter of aligning yourself. And, you know, and reminding yourself of how powerful you are and everything. And when you can do that, it's always about grounding yourself and bringing that calm and everything. Because when we're facing the outer 3D and we're looking at that and we're saying, but our desire is not there yet. That attention, first off, on that fact that it's not there is actually confirming that it's not there and it's creating more of it not being there because your attention right now is creating your next moment. So if you can go within and bring that calm within yourself, whether that's through meditation or whatever, then, I mean, it really does help you to feel more powerful and trust. Exactly. And that... and. This also neatly leads into um, oh. <laughs> the next thing I was going to um to ask you is um if because you to what you just said to be in that um state do you have any any practices that you consistently do every single day that that they do keep you aligned and in that vibration that high vibration where you want to be in and they keep you grounded and um just keep you in that space. Yeah. I definitely have a morning and evening routine and probably a routine a little bit throughout the day. Routine is is kind of like one of those things. I have to have my morning pages um, journaling. That is something that I have discovered through the years that if I don't have it, it affects me. Um, You know, it's like one of those things where, but it starts to affect other people around me too, because I'm just like, I'm not myself if I have not spent time journaling, because it really does set the tone. It sets my mindset where it needs to be. So journaling um, is a must for me. My affirmations, um, those are so important because Whatever we're repeating to ourselves, we're programming into our minds. So I like to be intentional about what I'm programming into my mind now. And because you're always affirming something, whether it's positive or negative. So I like to make sure that it's intentional. 
Um, gratitude journaling. We've talked a little bit about that with gratitude journaling, whatever, you know, I make sure that I'm doing my nightly gratitude um, and everything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, tuning into my body. Yeah. And when I say that, that is so important because your mindset is impacted by if you're tired, if you're um, not eating properly, if you're dehydrated, all of those things affect your manifestation abilities abilities because it affects the way that you respond to the thoughts or the 3D or anything. If you're extra tired, you're going to react instead of respond. Yeah. If you're not eating properly, I mean, I know for myself, I don't get hangry. I like <laughs> to get this depression that takes place within my body if I haven't eaten properly. And yeah. so really tuning into myself and knowing what I need, that is huge for your manifestation journey. Yeah, I think yeah. it's so, so beautiful that you just mentioned that because I think it's often overlooked um, because we always hear that we need to focus on our mindset and our, on our thoughts and, and conscious thoughts and on our subconscious beliefs and everything. And whilst that is so, so, so important, it's also important not to forget that we also need to take care of our of our body yeah. because everything, body, mind, and soul needs to be aligned yeah. and, and we need to focus on all three. And um, like you just said, our emotions, they are always reflected in our bodies as well. So yeah. um, I, I really, really like to also always consciously observe my body in the morning and in the evening and then check in with myself throughout the day. Because when you, like you just said, when you are aware that you are tired or you might be feeling tense somewhere or you might be having this tight feeling in your stomach or your chest or a headache or whatever it is that your body might be feeling, then this also gives you a good idea that how, about how you're actually feeling in the moment, whether you're stressed yeah. or you're feeling anxious or whatever it is. And then um, we can have certain tools in place to ground ourselves and to release yeah. that that emotion, whatever it is, an anxiety, stress. Um, and so, yeah, that is, is very, very important to not yeah. just focus on this one part. Um, so I love yeah. that, that you mentioned that and that you also <laughs> practice that as well. Uh-huh. You, you do that. So something that I am very curious um, to know if you, um, if you have, a, I wouldn't say a system, but a process in place or you have certain things in place that you do when you are going through a hard time because I know we just talked about this before um that can be tricky when we um think we have to avoid um feeling heavy or feeling a certain way um and so I was wondering what what you do when you go through a rough patch and when you when you do feel just very heavy sometimes when you feel sad or upset or angry disappointed whatever human feelings we obviously get and um (laughs) and how you how you deal with them and and yeah I don't know I'm just kidding (laughs) just kidding I'll be surprised (laughs) we just avoid them no 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 don't avoid them um I turn to my journal away yeah just push them away just pretend they're not there Um, no, I turn to my journal and any client that works with me always, you know, even if they were, they're not somebody who journals in the beginning, by the time they're done working with me, they're going to be somebody who turns to their journal because here's the thing is that I usually say, 
it's time to take a few slow, deep breaths. Because when we're feeling that um, though, that sadness or we're feeling that frustration or we're feeling like something in the outer 3D reality is triggering us, that is showing us something. Yeah. And so we're reacting because there's something within us that is, you know, that is unhealed or, you know, and so what we have to do is we have to ground ourselves. We have to bring that calmness to ourselves. And so that's generally where I'll say, okay, have a seat, close your eyes and take a few slow, deep breaths and just allow yourself to breathe in all that calm and then release. And when you're exhaling, release all of that anxiety, that stress, that sadness, just allow yourself to calm yourself and then turn to your journal. And by that, I mean, if it's a brain dump, if it's, you know, processing out all of those thoughts that are happening that are causing those feelings because feelings are really just a byproduct they're like they come after the thoughts so if we're reacting to something in our 3d and we're starting to feel some of those emotions then obviously that is because there's thoughts that are coming up because of something in the 3d and so if you will take that time to go within and allow your subconscious mind to bring to the surface whatever needs to surface so that you can heal it and you can release it, then that is the most valuable tool that you can have. And that's why I say pen to paper journaling. And the reason why is because pen to paper triggers your brain differently. And so when you are doing that, you're actually shutting off everything else because you're focusing on what you're writing on. And a lot of people, when they first start journaling, they're like, but I don't know what to write or, you know, I don't ever get healing from journaling or anything. No, you have to write past those surface thoughts. So, you know, like when you first start journaling, like when I first started morning pages, there were mornings that I'm like, I don't know what to write. I'm writing that out on my paper. I don't know what to write. I wish I could go back to bed. You know, like you're writing all of this stuff. but then. Your subconscious mind kind of takes over in that journaling and it brings the things to the surface that need to surface. And so that happens even when we're in that rough patch. That journaling allows us to go deeper and know what it is that's being triggered so we can heal it. And we're no longer triggered then by those circumstances in the 3D. Yeah. And it's also so powerful um, what you just said, journaling is, I think, one of the most powerful tools that that we have. And yeah. I think it's it's very interesting because um, I think it's very common that when we first start journaling, we just think this is not working, and I don't know what to say. Um, it's funny because I just recently got my husband into journaling as well, and he mm-hmm. struggled so much with that. He he just said to me, I. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to do this because it just doesn't help me. Like, I'm just, I don't know what to write. I'm sitting here for like half an hour and I don't know how to answer your journaling prompt. (laughs) And um, it's just about encouraging um, them to just um, keep keep going and to not stop because like you said once you're past that point you it will just it will flow out of you like sometimes I write so much my hand is literally hurting and I I can't stop writing um and so also um that there's a difference between actually writing with a pen or just typing 
Yeah, your brain does not respond the same. No, exactly. Yeah, you really pen to paper really is. I mean, I do pen to paper whenever I mean, even when I'm writing my book, or, you know, whatever I'm working on, it's pen to paper, because your your subconscious mind, your brain, like everything responds differently. When you're doing that versus typing on the computer, or, you know, just voice noting it or whatever, you really do have to take that time to just allow yourself to tune in. But a lot of times what happens is that if we're resistant to it, it's actually that wall that we have to break down in order to allow ourselves to journal. Yeah. And yeah. I, I I don't even know why. I mean, you just explained it beautifully, but I, I don't I never knew why that is that when I sat down on my computer and I was trying to write. I just, I felt blocked. And I thought yeah. for a long time, ah, oh, this is writer's block. Like I just need to get more creative, more inspired. Yeah, but I no. take my journal now. And like you said, I do the same thing for everything I'm writing. I I, yeah. I just write. I, I write in my journal and it just flows out of me. Yeah. And it's really fascinating to me yeah. still to, to this day because there's such a huge difference. And I experience that all the time when I'm trying yeah. to get back on my computer. And then I remember, no, take out the journal and just start yeah. writing what you need to write. Yeah. Well, but, and you know, if you're in that low point too, where you're feeling that sadness and everything, say you're manifesting an SP and you know, you're feeling that frustration or whatever, you're manifesting that soul aligned partner, you know, like you just desire that relationship. I sit, I used to sit down and write out a letter to him. Or I'd write a letter to myself in my journal of what I needed to hear in that moment. And so our journals are really a place for us to go within. I mean, you know, it's all created within. So if you want to script out that scene where, you know, you're needing something to happen, script it out. Go there. Because when we go within, which is in our journals, when we do that, we're able to take back our power and we're able to turn off that outer 3D momentarily so that then we can get back into that creation mode. Yeah. And it also, I feel like writing really helps process and work through emotions as well. Yeah. Yeah. It Definitely does. a lot because if yeah. we just keep it in or we push it away as we like uh -huh. to do because we don't want to deal with it, right. then we, we, we won't process and we won't be able to release right. it. So if we want to release whatever heavy emotions we have, then um, we, we just need to be in them and process them first. Yeah. Because otherwise there won't be any release. So if um, anyone right now, because I know I used to be in that phase in, in the beginning of my manifestation journey and I mean, certainly even now, sometimes it, it just happens when I'm very frustrated, even after mm -hmm. years of manifesting, um, but it just happens. So when we get frustrated, for anyone out there who is right now just having a really, really hard time and who is somewhat losing hope that they, that their desire will come and that they actually have the ability to manifest, um, how can they keep going? What is something that they can do or can remind themselves of that will just keep their faith and themselves going. Right. 
Um, track the magic. Um, that is one of my things. I am like track the magic. Um, go to your journal, write down all the things you have manifested up to this point. Um, show, show your subconscious mind the proof of how powerful you are. If you tune into that, if you tune into that power that you've already done up to this point, that gives you a chance to yeah, you're tracking the magic. You're, you know, showing yourself that you've been doing it up to this point. And that way it can help you feel rejuvenated. Okay. I can do this. Yeah. You know, if it's a, if it's money, you've manifested money before. If it's a job, you've manifested jobs before. If it's a relationship, Even if it's with an SP, if it's somebody specific that you're wanting to manifest that relationship with, you've done it before. And so when you start to look at that and you start to bring that into your awareness, that is going to help to empower you. Because when we're feeling at our lowest, a lot of times, and again, if you're at your lowest and you're feeling that frustration and feeling like giving up, have you eaten? Have you slept properly? Are you hydrated? If you're reprogramming your mind and you're, you know, a lot of times I listen to affirmations sometimes when I'm really focusing on manifesting one specific thing, um, I will listen to affirmations in the background when I'm working or when I'm doing things. And when I'm doing that, I have to drink extra water because your brain is working so much harder Mm. and your brain needs that water. And if you're not hydrating, you're not eating, you're not doing those, you're going to sink a little bit harder. You're going to spiral a little bit more. Energy flows where attention goes. So if your attention is going towards the outer circumstances, then, you know, you've got to do something to shift that. And if that's journaling, if that's um, tracking that magic, if that's, you know, moving your body, I yeah, mean, exactly. there's so much value so in much. moving your body. Yeah. Like, get up and have a five minute or 30 second, I don't care, dance party. You know, yeah. turn on some music and just move your body to the music and stuff, whatever it takes to get you out of that moment. Yeah, it's really because you're spiraling. And if you're spiraling yeah. out, what do you need to do? You've got to go back in. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, that is so. So, so, so powerful um, because like you just said, just taking care of yourself and taking care of your body and looking after your needs and then also giving yourself what you need, giving your body what it needs, giving, taking off your emotional needs. It all goes hand in hand and um, it all always comes back to ourselves when, when, when um, it comes to to feeling like we just can't do something. And also I think what's also very um, important, it definitely is is for me and it was for me, is to just have someone there that can kind of hold you accountable. So yes. someone that you, because it, it's it's already a very lonely journey as it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you can probably relate in, in your own journey when you started out. But mm-hmm. when I started, I had no one to talk about this. So, right. um, you know, if, if I, I were to speak about this, my the friends I had at the time, they would think that I was like, woo woo. Um, yeah. And so it, I, I couldn't speak about it. And it was very lonely. Um, mm-hmm. 
you probably have experienced the same uh, yes. I would think and I think it's the same for for many people out there who are starting this journey um and so I think it is one of the, the most powerful things as well um that will keep you on track and that will always remind you of your own power and like I said keep you accountable and keep you always get you back on track when you do um get off um, yeah. track and get off the direction you want to move into and so um that's why it's very important to just find someone that can be there for you and that can guide yes. you and someone that makes you feel like you're not completely crazy um yeah. like you're not like losing it um <laughs> right. and, and so um that's also why I love personally really love what you're doing and admire your work um and I am very interested in how you decided what what made you decide to um pursue to literally pursue this as your career and make this your life like you you literally live in you're embodying what you are you, you're walking the talk um yeah so, so to say so this is literally your life and um yeah I would like really I'm really curious to know when um if you had like a revelation or or, or when you knew that this was your purpose like this is what you're aligned with and that's what you literally meant to do like you meant to help others with this on on this journey yeah so when I hit that rock bottom and I changed my life completely around, I knew that I wanted to help other people that had hit that same low and wanted out of the life that they were living. I knew with everything in me that this was going to be my new path. Now, I took the long way there because I became absorbed, like I absorbed my mind. I learned everything I could about law of attraction. I read Neville Goddard's books. I read, um, I watched videos. I absorbed every piece of content I probably could. And then what I did was I tested it. However, in the process, I became certified as a life and mindset coach. Um, and started that path, honestly, um, because that was what I thought I was supposed to do. Again, we were, I was following a path that I, um, maybe wasn't in my dharma, so to speak, in my purpose. Yeah. And what ended up happening was I always talked about law of attraction and manifestation and everything. And I was just like, but I couldn't let myself take that path until a little over a year ago. And I was working with a client and we were working on her business and everything. And I was just like talking about manifestation and everything. And she's like, why are you not doing this as, you know, why are you not teaching this? And so I stepped into that and I've got to say it changed everything because it's, I love working with each one of the clients that I work with now because it's exactly aligned with the beliefs that I have and all of the research I've done and all of the testing I've done in my own life. And, you know, like if I put something out there um, as far as how something works, it's because I've tested it. Um, I don't, you know, I don't put other people's information out there unless I've tested it because I feel like that is so important. There's so much information out there. And so I wanted to help guide people along this journey. I wanted to hold that space for other people that are discovering law of attraction and feeling that frustration with, oh my gosh, like I want to manifest this, but I have no idea how. 
Um, and the thing of it is, is that I, through what I do, I, it's not just about that one particular desire that you want to manifest. I am passionate about helping that healing journey so that you are able to not just manifest in what you want, but also manifest, um, manifest it and keep it, but then also manifest everything about your life every aspect. And so, yeah, I just, I'm passionate about it. Like I just love working in this, this space. And I love that about you. And, um, I, I just want to thank you for everything that you're yeah. doing to, to help people and to guide them. And it's just so beautiful to see because, thank you. You, you know, I, I genuinely believe that the world needs more people like yeah. you and just wow. more people that spread the light and come from just a place of pure love and intention mm -hmm. and um, integrity because you mm -hmm. like I said you know exactly what you are teaching and what you are helping others with and you are walking the talk you're living it you are embodying it yeah. and um, that is so needed today like you also just mentioned there's tons of information out there there's tons of um manifestation experts and coaches and people who give out different information and um you know people who say you need to always be happy and then that's the only way how it's going to work and i mean i certainly listened to certain information in the past when i was starting out that i know now is just not the right information and mm -hmm. I wish again I wish I would have had um on the, my journey in the beginning someone like you that I could have just con 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 confided in and that could have just helped me yeah. um and so it, it really is very powerful and much needed um so well and on that note with on that note with the multiple coaches and all of the information out there yeah One of the things is if you do find a coach that you love to listen to, only listen to their, their information, because there are so many contradictory things. What you're doing when you're listening to all of the different YouTubers and coaches, you're taking in what they have learned from their own life or what they believe to be true and everything. So tune into a coach that resonates with you. So that that way you can, you can focus on just that. Because yeah. if you're getting all of these conflicting things, all that's doing is programming in more conflict yeah. within your body and your mind. And, exactly. you know, and that's not going to help you to get the results that you want. So really tune into what that one coach is teaching um, yeah. and everything so that that way you can get the same type of information over yeah. and over again. Exactly. Because otherwise it just gets way too confusing and, yeah. and overwhelming because I mean, we are constantly being overstimulated. Like we live, yeah. you know, in this day and age, we live in, in a world and in a society where we are always being bombarded by contradicting information. And we hear so many things. And I mean, this, this goes for everything. Like you can pick yeah. every single topic or subject out there. And if you Google it, you will find, Yeah. thousands millions of, of of different opinions and information and so i i'm very aligned with with that because i always keep saying that as well to everyone i know and i do this myself um i don't like to consume 
when it comes to one topic, too many different things. It just yeah. overwhelms me, it confuses me. It it doesn't help me, um, especially if you want to learn and you want yeah. to educate yourself and, and, and deepen your knowledge, then yeah, definitely just try and stick to someone that you just resonate with and you, you yes. feel very aligned with and not consume everything because yeah. it just overwhelms you. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much um, for this conversation and that you came on today. I really enjoyed talking to you and um, I, yeah, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how, how can they do that? How, how can they definitely, um, follow me over on Instagram, um, at intentionally manifesting life, um, because that is going to be where I post content daily. And, you know, that's whether it's mindset or manifestation tips or whatever it is that's going to help you manifest your desire. So follow me over on Instagram and I will be releasing a freebie that will be able to be um, downloaded by going to Instagram as well. So yeah, you can just follow me there and I will have all my information over there. Awesome. I'll I'll link your profile in the description so that people can find you and hopefully get in touch with you. Yes. Thank you again so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Really, really, I'm again so grateful for you and thank you for everything you're doing and keep on shining your light onto the world and keep on what you're doing. Oh, thanks. I will. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to link Shannon's Instagram so you can reach out to her if you want to connect with her. And if you enjoy this podcast, it would absolutely mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating so that my content is able to reach even more people who need it. Thank you so much for all your support. Love and light to you. And I will see you in the next episode. 